Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really couldn't have devoured him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Episode 305, ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris Featherstone, Pancakes and Power Slam Show. As always, follow us at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page, Crave Wrestling. This evening, I am here with someone who is really a quintessential definition of size doesn't matter, especially when it comes to his heart. His heart is is of a lion. It's, it's as big as Godzilla, probably even bigger, probably can devour King Kong. We've seen it with his time in the WWE throughout the years that uh, he became one of the most uh, exciting and, and, and funny personalities and ladies and gentlemen he's also a former wwe cruiserweight champion how about that without further ado this is dylan postle better known as hornswoggle how are you tonight sir hey man uh very good i want to make sure the the, the recorder's on right yeah you're all you're all good man (laughs) we're all good Uh, dill and i were talking off air and uh we we, there was a little uh joke that we (laughs) that that happened but we're all set man perfect (laughs) thanks a lot former wwe cruiserweight champion how did that feel 
my 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 biggest dream in, in life was to get to WWE and then to be cruiserweight champion among all the stuff that we did was I mean I could say I was a WWE superstar and then I could say also I was a WWE champion which you know very few superstars actually can say mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah, absolutely. What are your, what are your thoughts on the current 205 Live division? There's there's been a lot of criticism about it, and uh, just as far as just uh, you know where it's aired, and and, and a lot of fans uh, don't believe that there's an, enough star power. What are your overall thoughts on the 205 Live division as compared to the Cruiserweight division Man, when you were I, there? I gotta I gotta say the athletes there are 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 amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're some of the best in the world, Cruiserweights, and I think if you take it for that, it's amazing. But once you start nitpicking at everything else, then it's then then you you find the the faults, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's that's I think the problem with a lot of wrestling nowadays is the fans find so many faults because they're nitpicking everything instead of taking it for what it is, and that's professional wrestling. Mm. Mm, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, you were. We we just were on the heels of Raw, uh, of Raw twenty five and the Royal Rumble. Uh, you've had uh, many special moments uh, on Raw, and uh, you were a part of the two thousand eleven Royal Rumble. You and I talked off air as far as just your story uh, regarding John Cena and just how uh, pivotal he was, and just really help helping you create your moment at that two thousand eleven. Uh, Royal Rumble. Let the listeners know what we were discussing as far as John Cena and how instrumental he was with you that year. So we had uh, we had the Rumble meeting with everyone involved and all the agents and producers, and uh, they got to when I would come in, and they said, "All right," and then we're gonna have um, a moment where Cena, John Cena, and Hornswoggle kind of team up and run rampant a little bit. And I was like, "Wow, this this is amazing." So after the meeting, I go up to John, and I say, hey, what do you want to do? And he goes, I've had a lot of rumble moments. Now it's time for you to, to make some, make this special for you. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, whatever you want to do, I'm all up for. You plan it out, whatever you want to do. Wow. That was really cool, like, for him to put all that in my, in my hands. Yeah. yeah and then absolutely. and then you, and then it was even, like, for Heath Slater and Tyson Kidd for me to be completely open to all of it mm-hmm. was even better. Yeah, absolutely. And we we had Raw 25 as well. Uh, you were a part of a bunch of moments, being the uh, illegitimate uh, son uh, of uh, of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, uh, you had your your moment with DX, being an honorary member of DX, and and so many more. Uh, just let the listeners know just your overall uh, time on Raw. You were also a part of a uh, Raw 15. Had a few segments there. What are just your overall thoughts on your your time on Raw? I mean, I did the like you said the Vincent Sun thing. Um, this was huge. It's one of the probably the most talked about thing with fans. You know, when I when I talk to fans at at signings and such, and then the the DX thing is right behind it, and mm-hmm. it's, that was. You know, I, I grew up on DX and all that, so it was to be a part of that was crazy to me. Yeah. And then the 15th anniversary of Raw, being literally segment after segment, four different four different segments on that, yeah. was mind blowing to me. 
Yeah, absolutely. And regarding the Vince's son, how far before we saw it live, how far away from that did you know that you are chosen to be a part of that huge angle? Two hours. I knew an hour before. Wow. 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 That is, that is amazing. And I'm sure it was a bunch of shock and just, uh, <laughs> just a bunch of feelings was, going I, on in your head. I thought it was a complete joke. And then I, uh, it was, it was awesome to me because it was my hometown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that is, that is incredible. Two hours before the show. That is, that is awesome. Who approached you? Yeah. Uh, Bruce Pritchard, actually, he came up to me and said, I need your phone. What? I need your phone. Wow. Okay. And he held my phone for the night just so it wouldn't get out and told me. Wow. Wow. And then, then we saw it on air. I don't know how perfect was yeah. that? Yeah, absolutely. So you have some time uh, with Impact Wrestling. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, ups and downs, and there's definitely a um, a positive shift from um, from from a perspective of just uh, you know new executives and, and so forth. Uh, what were your thoughts on just uh, your time with Impact? It didn't last long, but uh, you you had a memorable few with uh, when with Spud when he was there. And what are your thoughts on that? I had a blast. I had a blast working with Spud. Spud is one of the best talents in wrestling today, and I truly mean that. Um, he he can do it all, from managing to commentating to filming. Like, if people only knew what he like, filmed backstage and what he produced and edited mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. they'd be amazed and he can work and all. So he, he was just awesome to work with. I yeah. had an absolute blast working with him. Absolutely. And finally, we uh, saw recently a Where Are They Now piece uh, that's uh, uh, featured you, and it was just so amazingly put together. And it really, uh, you know, documented your, your your family life with, with being a father, also uh, documented your time being in the WWE and how you only expected it to be a short moment, and it lasted for so long uh, within your wrestling career. And it also really highlighted uh, your current endeavors, which is – uh, owning a, a professional wrestling organization. Uh, just let the listeners know just uh, how was it, just when did they contact you, and just the overall feeling of being a part of that piece. It um, it was incredible. Uh, they told me back in September, they asked me if I would be up for filming, and I said, of course. Like it's, it's on such a huge platform, you know, WWE, and so it would be dumb not to. So, mm-hmm. But I didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, and I, I, the day that we were filming, I picked up my son from school and we just started filming and it was, it got, it, it was literally just like a day at home with my son. Yeah. We didn't even realize that there was cameras there hardly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, it was, it was awesome. And it, it, seeing the end product, I don't ever watch myself in my matches. Um, I, I, I overly critique myself and I don't enjoy them then. Mm-hmm. And but this one, my uh, my aunt Lori, she told me, says, "Hey, you got to watch this." So yeah, she goes, "Yeah, you really got it. She'll uh, you'll you'll enjoy it." And so I put it on. I watched it at home, and I uh, I was very happy. I it turned out absolutely amazing. It, yeah. I was very very happy with all of it. Um, yeah. It didn't come off bitter. It didn't come off anything other than positive, and it it made me it made everyone see that. 
how grateful I am mm-hmm. for the opportunities I got in WWE. Um, and it promoted uh, my, my company, ACW Wisconsin. It promoted yeah. that quite a bit, which is which was awesome, too. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It really had a very positive outlook on your thoughts in WWE, and I, and I appreciate that mm-hmm. greatly. Let the listeners know, speaking of ACW, let the listeners know uh, your upcoming shows as well as where to find you and your company on social media. Uh, we have some huge shows coming up, including one in April in Oshkosh. That we're actually uh, expecting between 2,000 and 2,500 people at the Oshkosh Arena for brand new D League basketball arena that they asked us if we want to do a show there, and so we're doing it. Um, nice. You could find out everything about that and my uh, the company stuff. ACW Wisconsin on Facebook, ACW Wisconsin on Facebook on Twitter, or ACWWisconsin.com. And everything and Dylan Bustle, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at WWE Hornswoggle. Perfect. It's been a time. It's been a pleasure uh, spending time with you on the show tonight, Dylan. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Bring what you got. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. Four corners, three. Our mind. Let's go. The whole squad is making it clear We've taken this year You know who we are But you don't know why we here So this is where the big boys play These big boys play Like who defies the living God Get out the big boys way Outsiders with the swoop in We live as kings You see in us But our third man waits in the wings And when the time is right We shock him with the proper attack I go for dolo but ain't solo Cut the promo in black Hollywood Hendrix Prizzle pinning them to the man, I'm that one nation with the strength of a hundred men. With one intent to see the will fulfilled of the one who sent his son to give himself. But you rap about your gas and your rags torture. White coffins when I drop a bomb. My mic's awesome, never lost faith. You in all space, you can all skate, suffer, but never cripple. No bin walls in my cross face. From here to Saturday, Raven, anticipating. I was frostbit, now I am glacier, mixed with some Vader. Get to hawking with these animals using. God for my defense in Alabama We jamming, that's beautiful Bobby Eaton, me and Priest We the dangerous alliance, nah The Harlem Heat, tie the do-rag Before we do battle, you're talking sheep You are what you speak, this too sweet Till the number is took back We repping that wolf pack The foundation shaking, no mistaking Yeah, we shook that, trusting God we trust Pushing forward, never look back Meekness ain't at all weakness Some people mistook that Stamping out this crook rap, he turning the power Power on, on the razor's edge, leg drop after a power bomb. Tired of the lies, man. We bringing the truth through. Diligent and fruitful, the owners in our group too. It's good to be king. Sold out this war is brutal. We playing them war games. Our army go move too. You crew, I'm in the Raptors with a bat in my hand. And stand to shatter all your plans so they don't matter. And the grand scheme is that easy. We tag teaming, Steiner brothers, we love it, demand the win, establish it, this the clash of the champions. <laughs> this is where the big boys play, huh? We ain't here to play. And a very, very special thank you to Hornswoggle, ladies and gentlemen, for being on the show. This is episode 305, 305, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, as always, I am Chris Featherstone. Once again, I'm ready to have some fun 
and have a great time. Uh, and this is uh, once again, I uh, once again I say thank you for Hornswoggle, ladies and gentlemen. We have Royal Rumble, we have Raw, we have SmackDown, we have a lot to talk about uh, as we are joined by the live stream and as we are joined by on Twitter at Pan Slams. Uh, actually, hashtag Pan Slams. P A N S L A M S. Once again, Pan Slams. P A N S A. Excuse me. P A N S L A M S. That's the that's the proper hashtag. Pan Slams. P A N S L A M S. So Hornswoggle on the show tonight. Uh, thank you so much uh, for being on the show, as always. Uh, we have a weekly interview every single every single week of a wrestler, wrestling personality. Um, and, you know, we uh, are continuing to, to, to do that. We have, I've had over, over 100 guests. Um, as far as interviews, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> One of these days, I've had, I've had all types of uh, requests uh, to, to, to come up with a list. Um, my uh, the the Pancakes and Power Slam show uh, Wiki, has a Wikipedia page that I believe is going to have uh, names on there of people we've interviewed. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's that. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we got the Royal Rumble, of course. We got Raw. We got SmackDown Live. We got the headlines, as always. And, of course, we have uh, the Flavor of the Week. Flavor of the Week this week is going to be quite fun. It's a fill-in-the-blank. So we're going to to need a lot of live interaction with this. We're going to have a fill-in-the-blank tonight. Uh, The theme of the Flavor of the Week this week is I'm going to uh, pick up a – I'm going to – you know, I have my index cards for for the video cast. Um, with the trivia questions, so I have another set of uh, cards with names on them. Of we have to, I'm going to give you a name, and we're going to figure out if this person that's uh, that I, you know, the name that I that I present, if this person will win. You know, throughout the between now and before their career is up, if they will win the Royal Rumble, so that that would be very fun. So I'm gonna give you names. If they will win the Royal Rumble between next year and when their WWE career is over, so that is the uh, it's a very interactive flavor of the week this week. Uh, I'm very excited. It should be very very fun. Once again, I have a list of names, and we're going to discuss um, whether they have the, whether they are going to be a part of the Royal Rumble. Uh, if they're going to win the Royal Rumble match uh, between now and when their career is over. All right, so I got a bunch of questions coming up here. Um. Is Rhonda Piper's no, no, James. Um no. Uh <laughs> Rhonda Rousey is not Piper's daughter. Um yeah, that that's not uh that is not uh, the case. Um 
uh, Piper's daughter, Ariel, was actually interviewed on TMZ um, recently. Uh, and she t- she talked about Rousey and her um, winter jacket. Um, why is she saying she is? No, she, she never said that she's Piper's, uh, Piper's daughter. Um, she, she's never said that. So she's talked about how Piper was an inspiration to her and that, um, she asked Roddy to be, um, to, to, to take the rowdy name. Uh, so, so now she, I mean, she's been rowdy Ronda Rousey for quite some time. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's that. Um, why not Finn? What do you mean? Why not Finn? Why didn't Finn win the Royal Rumble? Um, we'll see. Uh, let me know if that's what you mean. Uh, what's going on, Steve? Um, yeah, Holden, you're correct. They aren't saying they're saying she looked up to him for forever and she gave her permission to use his name. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, and also, she um, they talked about how they both were trained by the legendary Jean LaBelle. Uh, and Jean LaBelle is, of course, where we get the LaBelle lock, which inspires uh, Daniel Bryan and his yes lock. So that is that. Um, let's see. Hey, hey, from the UK. Hey, Chris. From the UK, thanks for um, thanks for joining us tonight from the UK. Um, so if you're so if you're from the UK, what time is it uh, in the UK right now? In the states, it's uh, about eleven thirty-five live right now, PM in uh, Eastern Time in my studio. Uh, it's eleven about eleven thirty-five ish, around eleven thirty-five ish. What time is it, Chris, in the UK? About a five or six hour difference, I believe. I've interviewed. Um, a couple of people from the UK. Um, I interviewed Dan from 4:30 a.m. You are a trooper, my man, Chris. You, you know what, Chris? 4:30 in the morning, listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show. You deserve one of these. Round of applause. 4:30 in the morning, listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Kudos to you, my guy. You are my guy for tonight. Um, so let's see, a bunch of bunch of comments here. Uh, I've interviewed a few people from the UK. Um, interviewed Dan Hinkles from Five Star Wrestling. I've interviewed. Um, mm, I forgot so many people. <laughs> I have to get a list. I've interviewed people from Europe. I know I interviewed Dust Wonderkind, Alex Wright, and he was. Um, some hours ahead of me. Um, oh, there were some other people. Um, there's people I've talked to. Um, Steve, what's up? Um, Philly. Oh, okay. Chris, uh, Chris from Philly. Chris, did you go to uh, any of the festivities this weekend? Uh, we'll be talking about NXT, Raw Rumble, uh, Raw, and SmackDown. Uh, did you attend any of those live? Um, let us know if you have done that. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to get started here. Uh, let's see if there's any more questions to address before I get to the headlines. Or Lourdes, Bronx, New York. 
Uh, thank you for joining us from Bronx, New York. What's going on, Christina? Where are you from? Um, yeah. So we'll talk about uh, NXT. Actually, perfect time to talk about NXT. Um, let's talk about the TakeOver events. Let's talk about the TakeOver events. We'll be right back to talk about some TakeOver. Okay, so Jason said NXT was a great show. Tony said Alistair Black is going to be amazing. I think Alistair Black is already very, 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 very well. Uh, Steve said he's watching from New Albany, Indiana. Nice. Good stuff. Um, <clears throat> Holden says middle of nowhere, Maine. Uh, Brian's uh, shout out from Pittsburgh. Um, Matt says, will Bobby Lashley make his return anytime soon? We'll talk about that tonight, actually. Uh, Dave feels uh, TakeOver was great. I believe that TakeOver was great as well. I think that... Um, Compared to uh, compared to in, uh, compared to the, the other uh, takeovers, it wasn't the best. Certainly wasn't the best. Um, however, 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 I will say this: uh, I do think that um, it was really, really well. Uh, I think it was fantastically done, um, and I definitely think that. Um, that's a that's a you know part part of the deal. Um, Huffman says Kentucky, good stuff. Uh, welcome, uh, thank you for joining us from uh, Kentucky. All right, so as far as just just really, I, I've talked about the uh, I've, I've talked about the NXT and in, in, in previous and in, in other podcasts uh, this weekend I was a part of. Um, uh, ups and downs. I, I mean, I think that there wasn't any bad match at all on uh, on on Takeover, and it's usually not. And that's usually the case. Uh, I, I definitely don't think um, um, it's. I definitely don't think it. It would be a part uh, every year. I mean, every time we do a Takeover, um, it's that's it's. It's not a bad match. Typically, it's not a bad match. Every every now and then, a, a, a little subpar match might slip in, um, but that definitely wasn't the case for uh, for this week uh, for for this time for this takeover. I think it was really good. Uh, the the opening match uh, between the Authors of Pain and um, the uh, Undisputed Era was good. It was a solid match. I really enjoyed it. I just. Uh, the, the dynamic of of heels and faces um is is a bit uh it, it was a bit off to me it was it was a bit off i've discussed this in a previous podcast um it was a bit off uh and yeah so i am i am not sure why that was the opening match just the whole dynamic of heel and face authors of pain is Kind of playing the baby face now, but there's kind of a heel tag team still. Um, Undisputed Era is playing the heel tag team, but they got che- cheered by the by the Philly crowd. Uh, Michael said it was so predictable. Um, uh, who's the NXT call up to the main roster? Um, uh, Jason says it's time for the Authors of Pain to move to the main roster. See, the other thing with the Authors of Pain to me is that. Uh, I I still want to see Authors of Pain against War Machine. Of course, uh, on on Takeover they they uh, aired um, War Machine. They aired Ricochet. They aired uh, EC3. 
uh, as you know, new signees, and so we should be seeing them soon. Uh, but I do, I definitely want to see War Machine against Authors of Pain. Uh, I would like to see actually for for uh, Mania, I would like to see maybe like a triple threat match or maybe even a four way four way tag match. Uh, Sanity versus Authors of Pain versus War Machine versus Undisputed Era. I think that would be a fantastic type of uh, type of deal for the um, uh, NXT before Mania. Um, uh, as far as the uh, as far as the rest of the cards concern, um, let me find this card results here. Fish and O'Reilly was good. Uh, Velveteen Dream is is absolute money. I mean, he is um, he's probably one of my favorite personalities uh, right now. Well, I, I've said this before. I said this before the, in the previous takeover uh, War Games, and. Uh, he is he's he's money and uh, the, the dude is 22 years old patrick clark he was a uh, formerly uh, uh on tough enough and uh, he did a, a quite odd gimmick as well he was like some type of uh patriot um type of character for a little while and it didn't work too much but this whole velveteen dream thing absolute money I mean, it's one of those things. It's one of those intangibles that you really can't script um, that for him. You know, it's it's you you can't really. I mean, you, you there's certain things that you know it feels genuine, it feels authentic, it doesn't feel contrived um, or phony. And with the Velveteen Dream character, uh, you can really tell that. It's just one of those things you can't teach. It's just so organic. It's it's it's, it's money. It's absolute money. Um, I, I I hope he stays in NXT for a long time, because I have a really bad um I have a bad feeling if he does not move over to uh, NXT anytime soon. I mean, if he does not, if he, if he moves away from NXT, I have a bad feeling that they're going to absolutely sabotage his character on main roster. So I would keep him in NXT for a while, at least have him be world champ. Um, KO man, Cassius Ono. I mean, uh, I mean, sadly he did he didn't look impressive to me whatsoever. I mean, I don't know what's going on. You know, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I. I'm trying to I'm trying to be as sensitive as possible about the subject. Um, I don't I don't know what's going on with his physique. I mean, I, it's the elephant is definitely in the room when it comes to that as far as the subject is concerned. Um, but I mean, it just uh, it it's very very clear that that is becoming a detriment to any type of. Uh, push when it comes to NXT, it seems it, it's quite clear that that's uh, become a de- detriment to uh, his NXT and his pro wrestling career in the WWE. Unfortunately, I mean he's uh, he's wearing the jerseys uh, every time now. Uh, he's wearing like a um, I, I just noticed this as well. He's wearing like a, a Kevin Owens style. He's wearing kind of like a singlet underneath um, his his gear. Um, because you know, it's it's quite evident. It's quite evident that um, I don't know if there's any condition. I'm trying to be as sensitive as possible. I don't know if there's any condition. I don't know if he just doesn't care. But I, I think it's quite obvious that uh, his physical condition is 
hurting him um, right now. I mean, like the thing is, people like Vader and people like uh, Mick Foley. I mean, Dusty Rhodes, especially Dusty Rhodes, they kind of came out the gate with a character that wasn't, uh, you know, relying on physical and their uh, their characters were so larger than their physique that it made them look like superstars. It made it look like heroes, superheroes, or or just like larger-than-life characters. Their characters just overshadowed their, you know, physical appearance. KO doesn't have that character strength uh, from a, from a larger-than-life uh, mentality to kind of overshadow that. So, I mean... You know, his character is based off his wrestling ability. He's a fantastic wrestler. But, you know, there was a couple times where he looked like he sandbagged. I don't think he did purposely. But, I mean, Dream was having a really good, t- uh, really tough time trying to pick him up. And it definitely wasn't Dream's fault. It was, it was the fact that he just, you know, <laughs> didn't... Uh, Kevin, I mean, Cassius Ono just made it made it tougher for him to to execute moves. Um, Alistair Black and Adam Cole was a fantastic fantastic match. I thought it was the best match on the show. Um, uh, I, I said in another podcast, the weapons didn't carry the match. Uh, the, the 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 weapons was an assistance uh, to the match. It didn't. It wasn't revolved around the weapons. A lot of really good psychology in that match. Fantastic match. And, and Cole played it off um, the night, the next night as well. Uh, Almas against Gargano tied with the best match. Um, wow. So many really good false finishes. Really, really good stuff. Um, it, overall, very, very fantastic uh, takeover pay-per-view. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the Royal Rumble with the co-host with the most, Evan Tech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? All right, a uh, little bit of difficulties there, but we'll uh, we'll get him back if possible. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Just your thoughts. Uh, okay, so let me catch up with these comments here. Christopher said, do you think James Storr will come back to WWE? Uh, yes, I do think he will be back to the WWE. Um, let's see. Rousey, Lesnar Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie Bryan says uh, no. Uh, they do want Triple H and Stephanie to team up with um, with uh, together versus Rousey and someone else. They're thinking they're trying to get The Rock as far as the latest is concerned. Um, yeah, Lesnar's Lesnar's going to be U.S. champ until uh, Mania. It'll be Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Uh, Sasha looked bad Sunday night. She got to go. You know, I've heard that too. I've, I've heard that same type of, uh, um, uh, issue with, with people's thoughts on Sasha Banks. Some people say that, uh, she's, you know, she's injuring too many people. Um, so, I mean, that's, uh, there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, I think there's some, uh, viable, reasonable, arguments with Sasha Banks injuring people, but, um, you know, I think, I think people are complaining about the pattern that there's more than one person. So, 
Um, I think people uh, have a fair point. Um, let's see. Talk about Taker. Is he done or not? Michael says, uh, no, Taker's not done, unfortunately. Yeah, I wish that he was, but he's not. Um, and we'll see Taker Cena at Mania, and that's unfortunate. Uh, it, it, and the funny thing is, John Cena is a part of the. Um, he's a part of the Elimination Chamber because he beat uh, a lot. Well, who did he beat? Finn Balor. He beat Finn Balor uh, on on Raw, so he's a part of the Elimination Chamber. In uh, February, so that's that's next month, and so it seems as if most likely something will probably happen. The, the raw after um, a- after uh, elimination chamber. Uh, that's what I predict. That's the the angle between Taker and Cena uh, happens. It, it it seems this is what it seems to me. It seems to me that the, the last two people in the ring. At the Elimination Chamber is probably going to be uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena. Reigns beats Cena, and then Cena will probably cut a promo the next Monday after Raw uh, and, and says, you know, it's about my time to go and so forth, and, you know, it's been a good ride and, and blah, blah, blah. Then I can hear the gong come out and then, you know, set up set up between uh, him and, and Taker. That's That's what I see. Um, let's see, Hogan coming back to start the NWO, <laughs> no, definitely not, definitely not, it's going to happen, that's definitely not going to happen. Um, all right, so let's get to the, uh, what's the latest on the page injury, Robert's asking, um, she's done, Robert, she's, uh, she's done for many ring competition, unfortunately, uh, I definitely think that, um, uh, I definitely think that she'll probably be managing Absolution still until they find something a little bit better for her. That's basically what they're at right now. They don't have they don't have anything conclusive for her right now. Um, she's just going to continue to manage Absolution. Absolution, yes. Um, I agree, Chris. Sasha and Oscar were awesome on Raw. What about Ronda versus Stephanie? I just explained that. Um, Zachary, any chance they'll let Braun win an elimination chamber? No. Um, no chance. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is the match. That is the match for the Universal Championship. It's been loaded. Uh, I've heard Brock versus The Miz uh, for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania, which I, I'd rather see Braun and Rousey against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon because it'll kind of tie tie up those loose ends. Uh, I think it makes sense if we see that because we had Braun Strowman and Triple H. um, Yeah, we had Braun Strowman and and Triple H uh, kind of go at it at Survivor Series. And then, of course, Stephanie McMahon and Ronda Ronda Rousey uh, go at it at WrestleMania 31. So it makes sense if they do that. Uh, I think that would be a good deal. I think I prefer The Rock, you know, just, just to really tie up, you know, loose ends from three years ago. Uh, but if they can't get The Rock, I definitely think Braun is a good uh, alternate. So I'll be cool for that. He'll turn for Banks. M- uh, Marcus says, I like I, 
I'm okay with the heel turn for Banks, but I'm just I always get very just leery. I just get very critical of the the, the constant um, heel turns, face heel turns from from people. I just uh, I'm I'm always skeptical. I'm always very critical of that. Here's here's my suggestion for Sasha Banks. Now her match with Oscar was was very good. Here's my suggestion for Sasha Banks. I would like to see cuz I think the Royal Rumble showing from Sasha was really good and the match with Oscar was pretty good. And I definitely think that Sasha would get a really good rub if she went against uh Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus came back from retirement, which she kind of did come back from retirement for the Royal Rumble. If she comes back for an actual match, um, she was a part of a couple matches before. I think the Snooky deal, and um, yeah. So, I, th- I think if I think if Trish Stratus, Sasha Banks, um, and 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 at WrestleMania, just the the one on one match, marquee match. I think it will have a, a strong feel to it. And I think it'll be a good rub for Sasha Banks. If and when, I think she should beat Trish Stratus. Um, So, yeah, that's that. Uh, Let's see how many, let's see what other questions I can take real quick before we get to the headlines and before um, I get to trivia. Is Kevin Zane going to break up? Yeah, I think that's quite obvious. We'll see that, which I don't. I mean, these breakup angles with Kevin Owens is is getting quite uh, old. To be honest with you, uh, I, I don't want to see another breakup angle. Um, Jason, the last thing I want to see is Taker versus Cena. I don't want to see Taker at all come back. I don't want to see it at all, unfortunately, but uh, we're going to see it. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. First trivia question of the night. Which Royal Rumble did Taz debut? Which Royal Rumble did Taz debut? All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get to the headlines. Here we go. All right, so let's tie the first headline in with the Royal Rumble uh, overall thoughts. I think it was probably, I give it a, probably a B minus, C plus. Um, the men's Royal Rumble was, was really good. The men's and women's Royal Rumble kind of, is what did it. Everything else was just, man, uh, kickoff matches were, you know, definitely forgettable. Um, Styles against Owens and Zayn kicking off um, was quite odd to me. And, um, you know, Styles winning. And then, of course, they had some type of controversy with it, which, uh, you know, is further just odd. Um. So Bobby Roode and Mojo Rawley, let's talk about this a little bit uh, for the kickoff show. So there are reports that, I mean, of course, Dolph Ziggler was was uh, discussed to be a part of, to be that surprise spot. Um, and uh, Adam Cole, who was in the Royal Rumble, was originally supposed to be, uh, reportedly, he was originally supposed to be in that spot, that other surprise, uh, he was the other person who was considered to, to be a surprise person, reportedly. That's from uh, F4W. And um, so so the, the, the basically the report says 
Cole was considered, but overall the idea was rejected because they didn't want Adam Cole, baby, to be um, to to just lose, you know, a kickoff match against Bobby Roode. They didn't they didn't think that would be a good type of main roster momentum uh, debut. Um, of course, we know that his uh, his Royal Rumble appearance was one off because he wasn't a Raw or SmackDown. Um, so yeah, I mean, he lasted less than ten minutes in the Royal Rumble before he got uh, eliminated by Rey Mysterio. But you know, WWE's concept of the Royal Rumble is we're just going to hodgepodge, mis- uh, mis- uh, mismatch, um, mix mash a, a bunch of people together and. It's not very potent. It's not as bad if someone gets eliminated as as opposed to someone just losing a match. So that's their their logic when it comes to that. Um, the Bar versus Rollins and Jordan, I think, uh, was quite obvious. Um, we didn't see Rollins or Jordan uh, on Raw, as far as I remember. Um, Jordan's injured. I think it's the, uh, Jordan's injured, so so that's so they were kind of masking the injury. They kind of threw Titus worldwide on uh, the bar on Raw. Uh, so it, it, you know, does this turn into a heel angle? Does do they keep Rollins out too, uh, while Jordan kind of heals up from his injury? So that'll be interesting how that all uh, pans out. Uso versus Benjamin Gable was a good match, but you know. I'm okay with the two straight falls because it you know kind of changed the whole dynamic of um you know it's not always you know two people one a person wins two falls and then the third person wins the third fall. Um men's Royal Rumble was good. Ray as a surprise was really good. I was a big fan of that. Um Hurricane Helms as a surprise was really good. I just had him on my show a few months back. Um, so that was really good to see him. NXT names were okay. Um, Taz was very critical of that. He, he feels that NXT should have their own standalone brand. I can see his point, but I didn't think it was – I wouldn't critique the NXT names being on there. I would have preferred Gar- Johnny Gargano than Andrade Cien Almas. Um Almost had a really good showing, but I think Gar- Gargano as that whole underdog character makes more sense to be a part of the Royal Rumble, honestly. Um, as far as uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, and of course Nakamura winning was a, was a great call. Uh, was it was a really good call. I like the three. I like the final six: the the Reigns, uh, Balor, and Nakamura on one side, and then Mysterio. Orton and Cena on the other side. I, I I really like that. I think it was. I think it kind of symbolizes. I, I think it kind of symbolized that passing of the torch type of feel. And I was a, I was a big fan of that uh, that stare down and that that, that final six. Uh, I, I think that was a. I think it was very symbolic. As far as the women's Royal Rumble, of course, Oscar. You know, I think it was quite obvious that Oscar was going to win. Um, good surprises. Lita looked great. Um, I think uh, Michelle McCool looked really, really good as well. Trish looked great. Um, Michelle probably did the best because she had, she eliminated probably like three people or something like that. I have to get the actual number, but she probably was – the elimination was probably the best um, regarding the legends. 
Molly Holly looks great. Um, I mean, really, I mean, uh, Jacqueline, she looks great. She's fifty. I mean, she's fifty-four years old. Fifty-four years old and still looks phenomenal. Um, I, I kudos, kudos to Jacqueline for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, Kelly Kelly, I wasn't a big fan of of, of her, honestly. Um, she's not really a legend. She's only thirty years old. You know, just because you – here's the thing. I respect Kelly Kelly as a performer. I'm, I'm really I'm really happy that, you know, she's doing well outside of the WWE. That's always a good thing. Um, but just because you retire early and come back <laughs> for, uh, you know, appearances doesn't make you a legend. And that's how I feel about Kelly Kelly. She's definitely not a legend. I definitely don't see Kelly – being a part of the WWE Hall of Fame, to be quite honest. Um, I think it would be used loosely even with Tori Wilson uh, because, you know, she was a part of a few good angles, um, you know, had her time in WCW. But I think that term is used loosely for her as well, um, as far as the word legend. So, and, and the funny thing about that is, it's kind of like the curse of familiarity because Mickey James is a full-time WWE employee and she's being grossly misused from a booking standpoint. And it just goes to show that if Mickey James were, uh, if she wasn't a part of the main roster full-time and came back, she'd be a bigger legend than most of the people who came out the Royal Rumble. But since she's already seen every week and she's grossly underutilized and missed uh, and just uh, um, utilized poorly, poorly utilized, it doesn't really make her look like a legend. And she's she has a Hall of Fame career right now. She can retire and be in the Hall of Fame next year. I mean, she's she's done fantastic. She's done very impressive in her WWE career. She's a legend. Mickey James is a true. Legend, but we see her all the time, and she's being poorly booked, so she didn't have that legend appeal. Um, so that's that's very interesting. I, I I thought that that was very very interesting. Um, let's see what we have. Rey Mysterio coming back? No, it was a one off thing. Um, Mysterio's general manager. Um, if anybody has the, I, I didn't get the the the, the two hundred five live. Uh, I didn't see 205 Live. I watched the Mixed Match Challenge, but I was getting ready for the show for 205 Live. So if anybody watched uh, 205 Live and have a synopsis real quick on the live stream, um, let me know as far as what they thought. Uh, of course, we have the uh, the new general manager uh, that was a part of it and um, uh, Spud. So... Um, uh, which you know, which which I thought Drake Maverick, I believe is his name, Drake Maverick. Um, decent name, decent name. I guess I guess Drake Maverick has a very has a more uh, general manager name than Rockstar Spud. So you know, I'm, I'm, there's no critiques when it comes to Drake Maverick. Um, but yeah, him, Spud being the GM, uh, definitely not a surprise for me. 
All right, real quick. Uh, let's see. AJ and Nakamura were still the show. Um, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Bailey leaving? No, she's not leaving. She's just uh, being terribly utilized right now, as far as the um, as far as the main roster is concerned. Jason says Ray looked great. I absolutely agree with that. Ray looked absolutely fantastic. Um, who's the new GM? Michael just said that uh, Rockstar Spud. His name is Drake Maverick now. Uh, 2000 is the correct answer. Taz's debut was in 2000. Here's the next trivia question, ladies and gentlemen. Who drew number one at the 2013 Royal Rumble? Who drew number one at the 2013 Royal Rumble? Um, so, so here's the thing with Taz. Um, he was, he was very, he was very, um, uh, he was very critical of Ronda Rousey kind of stealing Oscar's spot, which I can totally understand. I mean, to be honest, uh, I, I can definitely see that. Um, I, I think that was very bad timing to debut Ronda Rousey after the first ever Royal Rumble, Women's Royal Rumble, Oscar wins, historic moments, Stephanie announcing, all of that. Oscar looks at the champions, and then Ronda Rousey just kind of comes in and just uh, hovers, and put, he just she just kind of put a black cloud over, um, over that whole awesome moment, and just for her not to come the next day, and Stephanie McMahon to say, "Hey, Oscar won, guys, remember that?" You know, so bad timing, just 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 very very bad timing, and um, I definitely think that. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if Rousey's in a tag in a mixed tag match, I'm totally okay with that. I'm I'm totally fine with that idea of R- Rousey being in a mixed tag match because she's a marquee name. I mean, no matter how you slice it, she's a she's a marquee name. But putting her right in a, a championship match without a day of uh, a formal professional wrestling experience, as far as Televised, in-ring, professional wrestling, live cameras, um, bad call. Definitely a bad call if, if she does that. So I'm cool with Rousey being there. I think it's a great marketing strategy. I'm totally fine with Rousey being a part of the WWE. As a championship competitor already, no. So I definitely think the mixed tag feel would be – where they need to go uh, with with Ronda Rousey. All right, so uh, let's see. As far as the answers, who do you have? Who do you have? Paulina. Yes, correct. Great job. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Jason said the biggest spot of the night stolen by an outsider. Ooh. Ooh, there you go, man. I uh, I can't disagree with that. I cannot disagree with that. I think that that is, is a very valid point. Uh, Phillips took the whole spotlight of the main event of the Women's World Rumble in just 45 seconds. Good place for her to be, but wow. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, Joe, who won tonight a Mixed Max Challenge? Uh, Braun! Uh, Braun and Alexa Bliss uh, won. Alexa Bliss stood on top of Braun Strowman's shoulders. 
and um, did the Twisted Bliss on uh, Becky Lynch. Next trivia question, ladies and gentlemen. Who was the runner-up of the 1992 Royal Rumble? Who was the runner-up of the 1992 Royal Rumble? All right. All right, so yeah. Uh, so as far as the, the, the next headline is concerned, um, yeah, so I, I think it's uh, I think it's quite interesting um, as far as uh, <laughs> the next headline is concerned. So here's the deal. Uh, Jerry and Borash, we were, you know, just talking about Spud. So Jeremy Borash reportedly uh, signs with WWE to work in the NXT and Performance Center. That really puts a big, big dent in um, the runner-up, Sid. Sid is the correct answer. Yes, uh, my card fell. Here we go. Sid Justice. Sid Justice is the correct answer. Good job. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so Jeremy Borash. So, so reportedly it was a. It was a Triple H move to bring in Borash, which I think is a good. I think is a good grab. I uh, totally, totally. I think you know. I I know people. I have friends who who compete in TN and in Impact right now. I've had a bunch of people on uh, my show uh, from Impact Wrestling, um, current and former talent. Uh, I think the most recent person I had was uh, Dave Christ from uh, OVE. I, re- I had him uh, on on my show a few weeks back. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a really good grab. I think, uh, from, from what I've heard, uh, from, from people in, inside, uh, you know, who work for impact and former talent that Boras was, um, he was the go-to guy. He was probably one of the most, from what I've heard, he was one of the most dependable guys in the entire company. And he was there from, he was there from uh, the beginning. So, uh, to to be there from from day one and uh, to 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 leave the company, ooh man, that's uh, that says a lot. That says quite a bit as far as just uh, ugh, the the company. Um, I'm more optimistic uh, because of uh, Scott Demore and Don Callis, you know, being in charge. But mm, I've got somebody on my show next week uh, who just recently debuted. Um, and, uh, you know, we were discussing some things and, um, you know, and, and, you know, he's going to go a little bit more into just his contract and things like that and how that's working out with, uh, uh, with the impact wrestling, um, executives at this point, but it's like to lose someone like Jeremy Borash, um, is, is, is a tough call. I think what they'll, so my guess is that they'll have. Uh, um, Josh Matthews and Don Callis most likely in the booth, but Don Callis does English commentary for New Japan, so it'll just be interesting how it all pans out. Um, Jeremy Borash, you know, he's he wasn't, uh, you know, like a, a huge personality, but uh, he was one of the anchors for sure, so definitely, um, definitely gonna hurt by having him. Uh, Charles, what do you think about Brock's right hand on Braun? Uh, that was a receipt 
from that knee that he gave him. But I think the funny part of that is that a lot of people, I'm hearing about the, the, the right hand for bronze uh, that Brock gave Braun Strowman, but, and then of course the knee that Braun, that Brock got from Braun, which caused him to hit Braun. But there was a short arm clothesline that Braun did on uh, Brock Lesnar. It was brutal. I mean, you know, it was like they it just got very shoot uh, like uh, within that match, which is you know, uh, I I think they both uh, respectfully just was like, hey, let's just do it. <laughs> I mean, if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna do it, let's do it. Uh, and there are plenty of plenty of instances like that in, in old school professional wrestling. So definitely not anything new. So definitely definitely not that. Um. Yeah, I mean, that was a good match. All um, the, the triple threats, it was what it was supposed to be. Um, and that's uh, that's that. Um, let's see. Impact, good, uh, Impact has good things going on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think... I think that Impact... Uh, like I said, I, I, I'm optimistic when it comes to Impact. I've said that a few times. Uh, I, I was an impact wrestling apologist for a while, um, but you know we'll see. We'll, we'll see. I, I think they have the talent. They've always had the talent. I mean, I think Eli, Eli Drake is the best promo guy out right now. I've had him on my show before, and um, you know he's he's a he's a hot commodity. That's for sure. Um, you know. There's a lot of people going out, unfortunately, as we saw with EC3. He's gone. Uh, Lashley, that's another headline we'll talk about. We'll talk about here. You know, he's he's gone. There's talks about him coming to uh, WWE. Uh, he's at the point where he can come anytime he wants. Um, so I think it's a matter of just finding him. Uh, you know, putting a good spot with him. You know, what would be interesting? Hmm. Speaking of that. I think I would like Bobby Lashley and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I think I like that. That's a good marquee spot to put him um, leading into Mania because you don't want to put him in any title, you know, matches. I think bringing someone in in like Lashley um, and having him feud against like the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship, I wouldn't be a fan of that at all. Um He's too big of a name for that right now. Now, feuding with the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship down the line is fine, but to bring him in as a top name in Impact, as a former U.S. champion, as a former ECW champion, bringing him in to feud with Miz for the Intercontinental Championship is uh, not it's, it's not a good call to me. So I think a, a really good place to put Lashley at is for him to be a that person. I mean, if they can't get The Rock... I definitely think Lashley uh, would be a good call uh, to be uh, teaming up with Ronda Rousey because I mean Lashley is great in the ring. I mean he's he was good in the WWE, but there were still some kinks that he needed to straighten out. But uh, you know, there's there's some people who went to Impact Wrestling and it really really helped their character. Uh, R Truth is one of the, uh, is one of the people. Christian his stock rose uh, from from his Impact run. Rhino was another person that um, uh, being Impact helped him. Um, 
uh, there's uh, of course Bobby Lashley. I mean, he's probably one of the best, uh, one of the one of the biggest names who went to WWE and went to Impact, and his Impact run actually helped um, his stock grow uh, to to come back to WWE. So, I, I Lashley and, and and Rousey, they both are MMA fighters as well, have an MMA background. Our, um, it's it's funny because Rousey's twelve and two, Lashley's fifteen and two. So I mean, there's so I mean, there's there's, I think you can really put that together as far as just an uh, an MMA team for for Brock uh, for for uh, Bobby Lashley and um, and Ronda Rousey against Triple H and uh, and Stephanie Man and and then and then. Um, you have Lashley defeat Triple H, um, which which I think most likely you'll have uh, uh, Stephanie Man tapping out to uh, like an armbar from from Rousey, which will make sense. But so you don't have Triple H losing per se, don't not getting pinned. You have Bobby Lashley there as a part of the um, marquee tag team match. WWE, you're welcome. I just booked your match for WrestleMania <laughs> with uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. I think Rousey and Lashley versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon is, is the way to go. Is Daniel Bryan leaving this year? Um, uh, Michael said her angle was going to be Rousey's tag partner. I hope not. I, I, don't, I don't want that. Um, uh, so is Daniel Bryan leaving? Um, yes. Um, perhaps uh, Daniel Bryan's at the point now where if, if he if he doesn't be a, if he's not a part of uh, wrestling by the time his contract uh, expires, I believe it was in October, September of October or October. I mean, he's uh, it's been very clear. I mean, even Breeze said it. He's going to be looking to compete elsewhere. He's only thirty six. He'll be thirty seven here in, in in May, I believe. So. He's got some time left in his in-ring career, so he wants to he wants to do it. I mean, if he's healthy, I mean, you know, making sure that he's tested properly and things like that, those are very important factors. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I would like to see him in the ring again if it's if it's clear if he's medically cleared. Don't be unhealthy with concussions and competing, of course. But if he's you know cleared by doctors and if he's in a state to go, I think he should go. I would like to see. I would like to see Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega at next year's Wrestle Kingdom. That's what I would like to see for, it don't matter, U.S. title, whatever. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. Wow. That's that's what I want to see. All right, next question. Royal Rumble, did Sergeant Slaughter win the WWE Championship? What Royal Rumble did Sergeant Slaughter win the WWE Championship? Uh, let's see. I have a lot of uh, Lesnar, uh, Lastly versus Brock. That is the plan uh, later on in the year. Strowman versus Reigns. No, I don't want to see that again, at least for a while. They, they did that for months in 2017. It was a really good feud. Uh, it, it was... To me, it was it was the feud, and even uh, Strowman has even said that in interview said this in interviews. It was the feud that put Strowman on the map as a main event uh, talent. Um, Jason said, uh, "Watch Enzo be Impact Champ." Um, 
they don't want to touch Enzo with a 100-foot pole right now. So until after the saga, um, uh, you know, if it ends in his favor, I think he'll be – well, here's the thing. If it ends in his favor, if, if Enzo is totally innocent and, and cleared of all these charges, terrible uh, lawsuits, um, the, the, the alleged victim has no shot. And, uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if 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 Enzo's guilty, he's a rapist. I mean, he should you know serve time in jail. That's as simple as as possible. That's I mean that's as simple as you can get. If you get if he, he's if he's charged with rape and he's guilty, he's a rapist. He deserves to be in prison. Simple as that. He's a criminal. If he's innocent and cleared of all the charges, um, his name has been damaged substantially. He was fired from the WWE as Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, so the victim better have a really, really healthy stash of money because uh, it's going to be quite bad if, if, if this is not – if, if the charges are uh, feigned. Um, lastly, Rousey. Uh, will be good. I agree, absolutely. Briscoe Brothers coming to WWE. They they've uh, they were talked about coming to WWE a few years back, but uh, they they pulled the the contract. They pulled the the, the idea, um, because of some controversial tre- tweets that they had. Um, what happened to Samoa Joe? Uh, Samoa Joe's injured. He injured his foot. Uh, is the Shield finished? Uh, most likely. Um. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, Dean Ambrose is out until uh, most likely the fall, um, at least the summer, most likely the fall. Uh, so as far as uh, the answers, one person said 92, another person said 93. I see 89, 93, 95, 96. Um, none of those are correct. <laughs> none of those are correct. All of these people saying different answers. I see 94 now. Okay, Pauline, there we go. Pauline and Tony, there we go, Teen 91. Uh, Eric asks, uh, uh, can he sue WWE? He could. I mean, you can, you can sue anybody you want, uh, <laughs> really. Um, you know, the, 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 the suing is, is not the issue. I mean, seeing if it's, seeing if it's a suable offense to, to proceed in court, I mean, that's, that's another thing. I mean, suing the WWE, they can handle it outside of court. You don't have to go to court. You can settle outside of the court if he decides to do that. If if, if um, you know he's innocent of all charges. Um, however, 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 um, you know if he is innocent, uh, WWE does have a loophole. Um, he didn't tell WWE anything about this situation three months into it. So, you know, with the Ritz Swan deal, you know, he's suspended until innocent. Um, that was kind of the Enzo deal. You know, initially he was just suspended. Uh, you know, he was suspended until in- innocent and then he got fired. Um, you know, so it could have been WWE decided to release him because he withheld this information. This incriminating information, of course, allegedly, but he withheld this incriminating information 
for three months without telling WWE. So I think the WWE has a, uh, a loophole when it comes to releasing him. If they say that they released him because of that, and I think that's a fair case. Definitely think that's a, a fair case. Um, yeah, so there, now there's some comments here. All right, so who has the most Royal Rumble eliminations? Who has the most Royal Rumble eliminations? Uh, as far as Raw is concerned, yeah, like, like I said, I mean, to have all of this hype in the, in, in the Royal Rumble and then to turn around and uh, and to say, hey, so no Ronda Rousey, I mean, you know, it just, it it, it wasn't, and then you do, time, I mean, I like Titles Worldwide as a comedy team. I like them as a comedy team, but they're definitely not a top tag team. It's, it was very obvious that they weren't going to win the tag team championships. And so you had a Royal Rumble, and then we get Titus Worldwide versus The Bar. Uh, we get no Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, except for videos. They can't even film her via satellite or something. Or, or some type of uh, interview they could have cut at the Royal Rumble. Something. I mean, just she wasn't even on SmackDown. So to have all of that hype just for her not to be on Raw or SmackDown is is, is a letdown, a huge letdown uh, for WWE. I think it was a bad call. Um, you know, the last man standing match was, you know, it was okay. It seems like they're trying to uh, write off Kane. You know, he's got his campaigning. Uh, the, the elections in May, so he's got to campaign strong for the next uh, three months. So that's what it seems like they're doing with Kane. They they wrote him off. They wanted to protect him by saying that he rose up and so forth. Um, so it seems like that's what we're going to do with that. Um, and Matt Hardy and, and 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 Bray Wyatt still going. Bray Wyatt has the longest feuds. I don't understand. I mean, his feud with Dean Ambrose seemed like it was three years. His feud with Kane was months. Uh, his feud with Orton was months. His feud with uh, Finn Balor was months. Uh, his feud with Seth Rollins was a couple of months. It just, I mean, his his feuds, I mean, I like long feuds if there's a story with it that's compelling. I mean, there's just... Bray Wyatt just has long feuds. That's it. That's that's it. That's all for Bray Wyatt. He just has long feuds. None of the feuds, and it's crazy. He's he's here's the thing. He's made he's went against Russell. He, he's went against John Cena and the Undertaker at WrestleMania, two of the greatest superstars, the most popular superstars in the past twenty five years. John Cena and the Undertaker, two shoe and Hall of Fame names went against both of them at WrestleMania and still has not elevated his character. Was about to feud with Brock Lesnar before he got injured. He's feuded with Chris Jericho. He's feuded with Randy Orton, two uh, two other shoe Hall of Famers. All of the people, he's feuded with Kane, like I said, another shoe Hall of Famer. I just named, so Taker, Cena, Jericho, Orton, Kane. That's five Shoe-in Hall of Famers, five Hall of Famers, shoe-in Hall of Famers that he feuded with over the past five years, and his 
and is and he's still a very very mediocre character. So, yeah, you know, I I don't know what they could do with Bray Wyatt at this time. I, I don't mean a babyface turn would be the the easy route it seems like, but maybe that's the best that's the best deal. Wish they would have had Roman Reigns lose by countout or DQ. I think they're trying to make the Intercontinental Championship look good for someone like a Strowman, whoever or whoever goes against uh, the Miz at Mania. But two pinfall wins, knowing that he's about to, you know, go against Brock Lesnar is not a good, not a good call. Cena versus Balor was good. Uh, Oscar versus Sasha Banks was the, the Oscar versus Sasha Banks was the match of the night. Um, Cena versus Balor was good. Uh, I enjoyed that match. It'll be interesting to see what they're going to do with Finn Balor as well. Uh, so let's see what let's see what answers we got. Kane, 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 Kane. Yes. That's correct. Great job. Kane, Kane, Kane. See, a, a slew of Canes, probably like 12, 13 uh, different people saying uh, Kane. It's got to be Kane. Um, here's the next question. Who was the runner-up of the 1989 Royal Rumble? Who was the runner-up of the 1989 Royal Rumble? SmackDown Live. All right, so SmackDown Live um, – Shinsuke Nakamura's in-ring promo, um, it was okay in the in the beginning. Um, I, I need to face. I like that. I mean, you know, I think it was, I think it was a Jarcina need to face. <laughs> I mean, he can't. He can't speak much English, but he's making his English count. I like it. I think it's a good call. Um, but I wish that he would have said uh, – it's just, just minor tweaks to me because the fans were getting into it. And so does he – he said John Cena, they booed him. He said, you know, they booed John Cena, the need to face. They cheered him. Um, then he said Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. They booed Roman Reigns. And they cheered him. And then he says, AJ Styles. Of course, I'm not saying this verbatim. It's a round of movie thing. So they cheered AJ Styles, of course. And he says, Nessus. And I'm like, Man, why didn't you say need a face? The fans were buying into the whole need to face. And I think that uh I think that I mean I'm a I am an entrepreneur, so I'm thinking, man, merchandise, merchandise, need to face, need to face, need to face. Um that's the perfect merchandise for Nakamura heading into WrestleMania. Need to face. And even hashtag it if you want to. Um but you, you know, then you say knee face, and I'm like, oh man, you just messed up your whole, you messed up your merchandise, Nakamura, you messed up your merchandise. Nito face. Um, White is done. He's not there no more. Oh, that's sad. White is being wasted. They're not using Bray, right? They're squashing him, uh, says Kevin. Um, Travis, what's the deal with Sting? 
Sting is uh, Sting is my greatest uh, all time wrestler. Um, but uh, he's done. He retired. He retired uh, at the uh, Hall of Fame. Um, he needs a stable. Uh, we saw that with the Wyatt family. He still didn't, you know, they helped him a little bit, but now his Wyatt family members are the Bludgeon Brothers, um, which will be good opponents for the Usos. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Rusev Day, they've uh, tried to put a damper on uh, Rusev Day, but uh, they, they're making him the U.S. Uh, championship contender. Uh, maybe a throwaway because they're not doing this at Fastlane. I've noticed that. Um Dolph Ziggler was the 30th entrant and was still eliminated, so I don't know what the heck they're doing with Ziggler, man. Um, poor guy. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know the world. It seems as if we'll get Ziggler and Bobby Roode at, for the for the U.S. title at uh, at Fastlane. That's that's what it seems. It seems like somehow, because otherwise they would have just had the number one contenders match be Rusev and Roode at Fastlane, but they're doing it next week, so. It seems to me it's obvious that uh, they'll do uh, Rude and Ziggler at uh, at Fastlane. Um, breakup between Owens, Owens and Zane. We talked about that already. Uh, Ty Dillinger. I think we may be seeing a, a heel turn with him soon, which I don't care about. I mean, if you're going to turn heel and then be on the same level as you were as a babyface, no point. <laughs> no point. I don't see him. You know, he may win the first the first few matches, and then he'll start losing again. I don't see him going further up the ladder by m- making a heel turn. I just I think I think it's a bad call. I think Dillinger's a really tough spot right now. I don't see much of anything going on with him, unfortunately. Sad, sadly, uh, Riot Squad just seems so bush league, uh, and you know, to someone with the star power of Charlotte. Sadly. Um, I wish that they had this faction in NXT, honestly. I mean, I think that would that would help someone like Ember Moon. But at the same time, you have, you have the iconic duo. Um, who, by the way, I'll be interested to see if, if there was something. You know, here's the thing. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think about stuff all the time from a booking standpoint. And I would be very, very interested. If the Bella Twins, and I know this is probably too, this is probably too big or not, not uh, or too small for the Bella Twins. They're over this, or they're not good enough. But Mickey James, she's more of a legend than both of the Bellas are combined, um, and she was willing to go to NXT. So uh, RVD was in NXT. So. Um, here's here's uh, Juice and Thunder Liger, one of the greatest Japan wrestlers in, in in history, in New Japan history. One of the greatest wrestlers in New Japan history. He was on NXT, so people go to NXT. Cesaro was in NXT. There's there's a bunch of names who are in NXT. So I would be okay with the Bella Twins going against the iconic duo at Takeover because here's just think about this for a second. You're not going to have the Bella Twins be in a prominent spot at WrestleMania this year. You're just not. Um, who wants to see it? Unless you do something, something like Bailey and Sasha against the Bella Twins, which I wouldn't be totally opposed to, but that just reeks pre-show to me. So if you have 
the Bella Twins against the iconic duo, there's your rub. Because they've, they've been pushing Billy Kay and Peyton Royce um, last year in a championship level, but they both just didn't make it. You know, they just they were just so close but didn't make it in, uh, as far as their championship matches. But if you really want to give the iconic duo the rub, have them face the Bella Twins. T, it's not a, you know, it doesn't make them look terrible. It doesn't make them look like uh, not important if they have a match in NXT against the iconic duo. Why not? Uh, here's the correct answer. Steve, good job, man. Steve, Ted DiBiase is the correct answer. Ted DiBiase. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carmella teeth in the cash chin was, uh, very interesting. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see where that goes as far as Carmella. I, I said this before. I think that the riot squad would make more sense, uh, if they were kind of recruited by Carmella, if this was all an angle, if the Riot Squad was recruited to Carmella to, to, to do this from the very beginning, from day one, they could have easily, see, I just, just the simple stuff. They could have easily, even if it wasn't actually footage from then, they could do footage now and make it seem like it was then. You could have had Carmella, you know, Carmella who came, who came from NXT. You could have had her talk to Ruby Riot, you know, uh, you know, months ago and ask her to, you know, bring a couple people with her and I want to dethrone the champ. I want to, you know, cash in this money in the bank. I need your help. I'll even get your, give your title shot. You know, when I get the title, you know, any of these things. And she could have been the person who recruited the riot squad. It would make more sense than, than, for, than uh, for them to just come up to the main roster, it just makes no sense for them to be there. It just looks so bush league, you know, you know, in front of uh, in front of Charlotte. I mean, it's just uh, they're at a tough spot right now because there's no, they're not credible heels to me. And Riot tries her best. I mean, God bless her. She tries her best to just be a heel, a, an unlikable heel. She tries her best. Talk. I mean. Did the whole, you know, spiel with your carbon copy, uh, you're just trying, your cheap copy or whatever she said of her father. How many times have we heard that? I mean, come on now. Talk about someone who's not original. That line is not original. So, yeah, it's, it, they're, they're, not, they're not convincing enough for me as heels whatsoever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, flavor of the week. Here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. Uh, Nakamura says, um, uh, Eric says Nakamura needs a manager. Brian says Rousey needs Heyman. Cool with that. Joe asks, is Goldberg coming back? Yes, he's a part of the uh, Royal Rumble. I mean, not Royal Rumble. He's a part of the Hall of Fame. Um, where's Cody Rhodes? Google him. <laughs> Thank you for answering that, Jason. Yes, he's the leader of the Bullet Club. Um, what happened to Omega? Uh, he just recently lost to Jay White for the U.S. Championship. He really he lost his U.S. Championship. 
Now it looks like the Bullet Club is splitting. Um, might get the Golden Lovers back with him and uh, Kota Ibushi. We'll see. All right, so the, uh, what are your what are your thoughts here? Here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to give you names, and we're going to discuss whether these um, these people should be in the Hall of uh, not in the Hall of Fame. If they should win a Royal Rumble, if they will, not should. If they will, bull. Uh, in their career, between next year and when their career is done, will they win a Royal Rumble? All right, here's the next, here's the first person. Here we go. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. That's my Shinsuke Nakamura impression. AJ Styles. Will he win a Royal Rumble before his career is done? My answer is yes. Uh, my answer is yes. Uh, Tony Tony agrees. Uh, yes is the correct answer. I believe. Well, I mean it's subjective. It's not a correct answer, but um, I believe so. I believe that he will win a Royal Rumble. The only thing is he's forty, and um, he doesn't have much time left. So if he wins a Royal Rumble, it's probably going to be next year or the year after. I see probably two or three years left in AJ. As far as a full-time competitor, so I can definitely see him win next year's Royal Rumble. Definitely see that. All right, here's the next person. Will Finn Balor win a Royal Rumble? Finn Balor, he's next. Will Finn Balor win a Royal Rumble? Um, let's see. I see a bunch of yeses with AJ Styles. Uh, Finn Balor's next. Will Finn Balor? Joe says no. Um, what else? Uh, Jason says yes. Actually, yes twice. Steve says definitely. Um, Finn Balor, yes, I believe so as well. I think I think Finn Balor will win. Um, he did very good this year, uh, and you know I have my reservation. I like Finn Balor. I have my reservations on him as far as just if the WWE really will want to put all their stock in him as the top guy uh, on Raw. That's why I believe that he should go to SmackDown. Uh, him and the club should go to SmackDown and be the top heels uh, of the show. Uh, simple as that. I think that the Finn Balor bring that old school club back and, uh, Run, uh, run SmackDown as heels. Raider says no. Pauline says no. Uh, Wayne says no. Kevin says maybe not too small. Jason says too small. Juanita says yes. Uh, so that's more split. There's more. That's more split than AJ. AJ Styles. All right, here's the next one. Will the Miz? Win a Royal Rumble? Will the Miz win a Royal Rumble? This is a tough call. Um, he was champ. What was that? So twenty-seven. He went against Cena. So he won the championship. Um, what eight years ago? So he won it in ten. It was two thousand ten when the Miz cast in his money in the bank. Wait a minute. So it was 27. Okay, so 27, 28 and 29 was once in a lifetime and twice in a lifetime. 
Rock came back as the special host for 27. This is 34. So, yeah. So he must, okay, so he won. Whoa, so it was 2010 when the Miz won the WWE Championship. Time is flying, ladies and gentlemen. Wowzers. Um, wow, so it's been that long since he won the world, uh, the WWE Championship. All right, so this one is split two. Tony says yes. Jay says no. Brian says I hope not. Pauline says yes. Kevin, absolutely. Lord, uh, Lord is uh, yes, of course. Juanita, yes, at some time. Jason, nope. Kevin, best talker uh, and can wrestle too. Um, yeah. Who do I think is going to face Brock? Uh, um, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Um, all right. So here's next. Will Rusev Vutria Rusev Machka. Will he win a Royal Rumble? Will Rusev win a Royal Rumble? So as much as Rusev is exciting and as many people love Rusev Day, uh, my answer is no, unfortunately. I don't think he's going to win a Royal Rumble uh, in his time here. Joe says maybe. Jay says no. Pauline says no. Um, no, I don't, I don't think so either. I, I unfortunately, it's, I, I think this Rusev Day thing is uh, going to pass. Um, I don't think it's clear that WWE don't want to capitalize on it. Yeah, like I said, yeah, he's the U.S. number one contender now. But if they really want to do something with it, they would have made it done at at, uh, at Fastlane. So, nope. I don't see uh, him as uh, winning the World Rumble. Reggie says no. Brian says no. When he says no, Tony says not anytime soon. Kevin would like to see Rusev win. Jason says nope. Here's next. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Will he win? See, this is a tough one. Um, hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps. I would say more no than yes, but it would not surprise me whatsoever, you know, a few years down the line to see someone like a Baron Corbin win the uh, the, the Royal Rumble. It definitely it would not be a surprise to me whatsoever. So I can certainly see Baron Corbin winning, actually. I can definitely see him winning. Pauline says yes. Uh, Jason says no with an expletive uh, in front of it. I do not use profanity. Uh, neither do I. Uh, neither does the show. So uh, emphatically no. I'll 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 substitute your <laughs> I'll substitute your uh, your uh, your word there. Uh, Robert says no, he's too boring. Jason says absolutely. Juanita says yes. Uh, Kevin said it says that he's a wasted talent. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, I think that Corbin has a shot. I definitely think he has a shot. Um, I, like I said, I don't, I don't. I, it would not be a surprise to me at all if he does. All right, here's next. Will Kevin Owens win a Royal Rumble match? Will Kevin Owens win a Royal Rumble match? Now, you know what's so funny? I think this is actually a little tougher than Baron Corbin. Um, it's 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 clear that WWE wants to 
go with Kevin Owens as far as keeping him toward the top of the card. I think that's quite a, quite obvious. But winning a Royal Rumble, hmm. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I can see him winning a Royal Rumble. He's young. He's still in his early 30s. Um, you know, I can definitely see what, probably another 10 years, perhaps, with Kevin Owens. Um, at least another five to seven. So, yeah. Just because of the fact that he's got more longevity, uh, God willing, um, that, yeah, I can definitely see. Uh, I see yes. I see no. I see maybe. I see yep. Yes, more than likely. Yep. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, yep. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Yes, I wish he would go back to the way he was when he first got on Raw. He beat everyone. Sorry, wasted talent. Best best fat guy wrestler today. Those would be comments regarding Kevin Owens. A couple more. Here's the next one. Kofi Kingston. Will Kofi Kingston surprise everyone in all the spots that he has, in all the yearly spots? Will one year. Will it happen one year? And uh, I'm, I'm, I've interviewed JTG on the show probably four or five times, and one of the times, you know, he said he wants he wants to see Kofi Kingston win the World Rumble. He the, he that's his that's his desire. He wants to see Kofi Kingston win the World Rumble. Um, you know, I really really like Kofi Kingston. He's probably you know he's one of my top New Day, New Day as a faction is one of my top five. Um. Well deserved to have a a, a short, even a, a short um, WWE Championship run. Well deserved. I mean, he's been in the company. He just celebrated his tenth year uh, in the company. Uh, you know, multi-time Intercontinental Champion, multi-time United States Champion, multi-time Tag Team Champion, longest Tag Team Champion in WWE history. So he's got a very impressive resume. That the only thing that's missing is a WWE Championship. Um, we'll see. I mean, you know, even if he wins, even if they do like a, a heroic, you know, story for him, and he could lose at WrestleMania. You know, it's happened before. So, but I don't see him winning the Royal Rumble, though. Unfortunately, it would be kind of cool to see him kind of, you know, go through his multiple times throughout one Royal Rumble uh, to to get to the point where he wins. But I don't think it happens. Uh, Malik says, I don't think so. Joe says, uh, yes. Brian says, yes. Jason says, no. Lorde says, yes. Robert says he deserves it. Tony says they won't let him. Pauline, no. Kevin, no. He would have already by now. Uh, not necessarily. Juanita says yes, yes, yes. I hope so. Pauline says he's too little. Yeah. Not necessarily. Um, so, yeah. Here's the last one. Here we go. Sammy Zane. Will Sammy Zane win a Royal Rumble match before his career is over. Um, really like what they're doing with him right now. I think he's in a really good spot. I think he's uh, in the best spot that he's ever had in WWE. Um, but, or as Macho Man would say, but, um, no, I don't, I don't see him winning a Royal Rumble match at all. 
Uh, nope, nope, another chance. No, no, long no, no, no. Uh, is this unanimous? Uh, Adrian says, in the long run, I believe he can pull it off. Perhaps, perhaps in the long run. Uh, no, he's a second-tier talent. So this is uh, an emphatic no for Sami Zayn. So people think uh, as, mu- as many cheers as Sami Zayn gets, especially when he's a babyface, people are saying that they don't believe that he could be a Royal Rumble winner. This was really fun, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your uh, awesome, awesome interaction. You made it fun, so you get all the credit uh, for making it fun. As a matter of fact, I got one more for you. Ready? Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Would Jinder Mahal win a Royal Rumble match? Um, no, I don't see him win the Royal Rumble. I think uh, I think it was an experiment. Uh, thank you. <laughs> a very good impression of the Macho Man. Thank you so much. Uh, will the Lions win a Super Bowl? Oh, no, win the Lions. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So uh, Sami Zayn will win a Royal Rumble when the Lions win a Super Bowl. I think that's a very, very good, uh, um, <laughs> very, very good uh, comparison there. Uh, Jinder Mahal, no, he was an experiment to me. You know, that's what it seems like. Um, there's some people saying um, yes. Hmm. Okay. We can see him winning one. We'll see. Thank you so much, Jason. I love your show, uh, he says. Thank you so much. Um, we'll see. We'll see as far as Jinder Mahal, if he uh, – if he could win uh, a match. So much fun, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for um, for being part of the show. Real quick, the next uh, 30 seconds, just drop um, drop your, your, your winner. Will we see the Eagles or will we see the Patriots win the Super Bowl? So as I'm closing the show, uh, I'll read. Uh, Brian says, first time, had a good time. Thank you, man. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Juanita says you're great. Keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Uh, thank you, Juanita. Thank you, Miss uh, um, Juanita. Um, uh, yeah, thanks so much for all the wonderful, wonderful support. 305 episodes. It'll be six years in April, ladies and gentlemen. 305 episodes is tonight. We are in the books. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Um, isn't Jenner from Calgary? Yes, he is. Uh, Jay says Eagles. Pauline says Eagles. Um, Joe Eagles. Um, Pauline says, first time viewer, love your show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, so with that, here, here you go. Go here. Follow at Chris Prolific. That's my Twitter account. And follow the Pancakes and Power Sam show at Crave Wrestling. At Crave Wrestling. Um, share, let people, let people know, uh, your time on the show tonight. And, um, I really, really appreciate all your support. All right, before I go, let's read some more. Um, Eagles, good show. Thank you very much. Brian says, Pats. Um, yeah, so that's uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for everybody uh, being a part of the show tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 305 episodes in the books. Thank you so much for Hornswoggle for being a part of the show uh, earlier t- tonight. Uh, thank you so much for uh, just uh, your wonderful, wonderful uh, words on on John Cena and uh, just your documentary, the uh, the the piece, the Where of the Now piece. Uh, just your thoughts on that, your impact run. Thank you for sharing all those things. Thanks for being on the show. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, you ready for next week? You ready for next week's uh, uh, person? 
All right, you got to follow Crave Wrestling. Chris Prolific to see who's going to be on the show next week. You'll enjoy it. Absolutely. Robert says Patriots. Uh, yes, I have Instagram. Chris Prolific as well. Um, and Crave Wrestling as well on Instagram. Brian says Brady. Um, so, yeah, yeah. My pick is, ladies and gentlemen, bum, 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 the Eagles. Fly Eagles. Thanks so much for listening to the show tonight. <laughs> until your until next week. Enjoy your week of wrestling. Enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. Have a good night. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.